Hello, you're listening to Van Street Baptist Church, located in Danville, Virginia, where you will hear the Word of God delivered by our very own Reverend Maurice Farrell. Now let's sit back and enjoy the Word. Our text today, our text today, 1 Chronicles chapter 4, we're going to finish this little, this little two-part series, Time to Level Up. First Chronicles chapter four. Some of you know this as the Jabez prayer, prayer of Jabez. First Chronicles chapter four, starting at verse nine, reads like this in the King James version. And Jabez was more honorable than his brethren, and his mother called his name Jabez, saying, "Because I bear him with sorrow." And Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that thou wouldest bless me indeed and enlarge my coasts. Somebody say my territory. And that thine hand might be with me and that thou wouldest keep me from evil, that it may not grieve me. And God granted him that which he requested. Lord God, we thank you. We magnify you, we glorify you, even right now, Lord God. I thank you because I feel your presence over me right now, Lord God. I thank you for settling my spirit, Lord God. For endowing me with your strength and your power, even right now. I feel your presence, Lord God, in this place. Lord God, I pray right now that you will just loose the shackles. Take away the distractions right now, Lord God. Let us be able to focus on you right now, Lord God. Lord God, as we are at the preaching and teaching moment, hide me behind your cross. Decrease me, Lord God, so they don't see any of me, but they see and hear all of you. Bless them in their lives right now, Lord God. Lord God, we pray that this word will be food for somebody's soul to continue to run on and see what the end is going to be. So, Lord God, we thank you, we glorify, we magnify you right now. In the mighty, majestic, and marvelous name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen Amen and amen. Amen. Just for a few moments, it's a spiritual guide as we kind of preach part two of uh, leveling up. I want to preach from the theme this morning, relationship goals. Relationship goals. In today's modern culture and modern society, the term relationship goals have become very prominent and have taken center stage on many of our social media platforms. You can see it under the hashtag relationship goals. It is almost impossible to scroll through Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook without seeing something captioned relationship goals. One of the biggest compliments you can receive on a picture of you and your significant other is, OMG, you two are relationship goals. Y'all gonna go there with me in a second. I find it interesting, lady, that people can look at your picture, see the love and joy you have for one another, and say to the world, 
I want that type of relationship. I, I want that relationship goal. This is how I want to model my relationship. They see the totality of your love and your relationship as a relationship goal. Uh, this, this relationship goal concept is fascinating to me, preachers, because now I'm wondering who would look at the relationship of the church and God and say, those are my relationship goals. How many people can look at your picture, those who say that you are believers, those that say, I have a relationship with Jesus Christ, and the people looking at the picture of your life who know that you are supposed to be in a relationship with God, and when they see your picture, they will say, I want a relationship like that. As a matter of fact, just to help y'all, your relationship with God should be one that draws people to Christ and not turn them away from him. Amen. It's a sad testimony to say that people come into the church and it acts just like the streets. People lying on each other, people backbiting each other, and they say that about the relationship of the church and God. Your life should be a testimony for others to see the amazing glory and power of God. Your life should be lived in a way, in such a way that when people see you, they see the God in you. Ah, Lord, help me right here. You shouldn't walk around as some false advertisement. But when I see you, I should be able to see a little bit of Jesus Christ in your life. They should know it was nobody but God who has you in the place that you are in right now. It's your relationship with God that's been keeping you all this time. I know you thought your degrees did it. I know you thought your money did it. I know you thought your connections did it, but it was nothing but your relationship with God and then him extending grace to you that has kept you where you are right now. Can I tell you, you didn't do it, but God did it. Ah, you didn't wake yourself up this morning. God woke you up this morning. He gave you clothes to put on your back. He put food on your table. He was the one that gave you the strength to be here today. And watch this. When he woke you up this morning, he woke you up. Watch this. Because in a relationship, he just wanted to spend a little time with you. God is saying, I didn't get you up to spend time with your wife and your kids. I didn't get you up to spend time with, with your significant other. He said, but I got you up this morning so that you will spend a little time with me. God is saying, I got you up this morning to bless my name, to worship who I am. I think we ought to practice up in this place today. We need to start loving on God. Oh, Lord, our Lord. How excellent is thy name in all the earth. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. For thou art my rock and my fortress. Therefore, for my name's sake, lead and guide me. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. For he is good and his mercy endure forever. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that's within me. Bless his holy name. Great 
is the Lord and greatly to be praised and his greatness is immeasurable. Who is the king of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the king of glory. I will praise thee, O Lord, with my whole heart. I will show forth all thy marvelous works. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praises shall continually be in my mouth. God is saying to us, I shouldn't be your afterthought. I need to be your first thought. And the Bible says, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. And this is why Jabez's story is so powerful. Because the historical backdrop of this text is all about God trying to reconcile the children of Israel back to him. He's trying to have a relationship with his children. It was during this time, Minister Alfreda, that in this season that King Cyrus, the, who was the king of Persia, declares an edict to release the children of Israel out of Babylonian captivity. And he's allowing them to go back to their homeland, Jerusalem, to re-engage, restart, and reestablish their lives. The problem, though, is that this audience, which is coming out of captivity, is not the audience that went into captivity. That generation of people died in captivity. But the generation of people who are being released from captivity were the ones who were born in captivity. They were produced, nurtured, and mentored in a slave mentality. God, help me right here. This generation, Magic, was born with a slave mindset. They have no idea of God's history and relationship with his people. They only know bondage. They only know how to have a relationship with slavery. They don't understand the importance of having a relationship with the almighty God. They've heard about God but they don't know how to have a relationship with God. And too many of us only know God from somebody else, but we don't have a personal relationship with him ourselves. And can I tell you, before you close your eyes on this side of Jordan, you gotta have a personal relationship with God. You can't get to heaven on your mama's prayers. You can't get to heaven on your grandmama's prayers, but you're going to have to pray for your doggone self and have a relationship with God by yourself. So the author begins to list all the people who God is trying to reconnect with and smack dab in the middle of this chronicling. The people who are struggling with their relationship with God God places Jabez and his picture with Jabez on social media and says, hashtag relationship goals. He uses Jabez as an example of how you build a relationship with him and the subsequent benefits that come with this relationship. The author puts Jabez's story here in the middle because uh, people who only have a relationship with slavery 
are now trying to get free. But the only way they're going to be able to get free is if they have a relationship with God. Because whom the Son sets free is free indeed. So the question then becomes, how do I trust God when I feel like he's the one that put me in this dilemma? How do you trust God and have a relationship with God when you feel like your problems are coming from God? Y'all don't want to be real in here today. Some of you are mad with God right now because you feel like he could turn your situation around and he has yet to move. Could it be he's trying to get you to have spend some time with him? You calling everybody else. Why don't you pick up the phone and call Jesus? J-Band says, look, uh, look, I know how y'all feel. My mother named me out of her pain. My life has been burdened with my mother's pain. Uh, he said, but even in the midst of what my mother put on me, I found a way to call on the name of the Lord. I, I, I heard about what you did for Jacob. I heard how, about how you turned his life around. So Jabez said, if you can turn his life around, I believe you can turn my life around. The reason why some of you are stuck right now is because you've been calling on the wrong people. You've been calling on friends and family, but they can't help you get out of your problem. The Bible says, if my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray, seek my face, turn from their wicked ways, then I will heal from heaven, will forgive them of their sins, and will heal their land. Jabez says, you got to call on somebody who knows somebody, who is somebody, who knows how to pick you up out the muck and miry clay and put you in a place where you can stand. And Jabez says, when you call on him, it establishes a relationship with him. And you will begin to see the characteristics and benefits of the relationship. Jabez says, here's the first thing you got to understand. Uh, is that when you have a relationship with God, that God will bless you with growth. Amen. Somebody say, I'm getting ready to be like the Incredible Hulk. I'm ready. I'm about to blow up. I'm about to bust through everything that's trying to hold me back. Oh, I feel the Hulk coming on my spirit. Get God Almighty in here. Look at the text. He says, he says, Lord, bless your boy. He says, bless me indeed. He says, bless me convincingly. He says, bless me so that nobody can deny that I'm being blessed by you. He is saying, bless me so much that even the folk that don't like me cannot deny that you are blessing my life. He said, bless me so much that the people who know my dirt and understand who I am, who know me in, in, outside of the church space, know that I ain't no good. But they can't deny that the Lord is blessing that boy right there. And do I have any blessed indeed folk up in here that can testify, Lord, just don't bless me a little. 
but bless me with everything you got. Bless me out of your power, Lord God. Bless me out of your riches, Lord God. Don't leave no confusion as to who is doing the blessing. Bless me indeed. And this word, bless, we talked about it in Bible study Wednesday. This word, bless, means to kneel. It is the Hebrew word, barak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's your and my president, Barack Obama. It's, it's just like that. It's spelled just like that. And when you and I bless God, we kneel before God. And watch this. Jabez asks God to bless him. Don't miss this. He's, he's, asking, he's asking God to kneel my way. So when God bless you, let me give you this picture. He's sitting on his throne in heaven. And he's bringing his face toward you. So when he blesses you, is God shining his face in your life? That's why when we give the benediction, the Lord God bless and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine, God help me, on you. And whenever God shines or puts his face on you, something good is about to happen. Lord, help me right here. So Lord, put your face on my job. Put your face in my home. Put your face in my ministry. Lord, in this year, I need you to stick your face all the way up in my life. Because this type of blessing can only come from you. Let me help some of y'all right here. This only blessing can, can come from God. Amen. You ain't got a politic for this blessing. You ain't got to have no special meetings for this blessing. You ain't got to sleep for this blessing. Y'all don't, don't like me in here. You ain't got to suck up for this blessing. Mm. I don't have to lower my standards for this blessing because when God blesses me with this blessing, only he can do it. I ain't got to look to my neighbor. I just look to God. I ain't got to look to no family members. I just look to God. Lord, bless me. Indeed. So watch this. Not only does he bless me, but he enlarges my territory. Jabez is saying, enlarge my borders. Now, now hear this, hear this, man. This, 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 this amazed me right here. Uh, watch what he didn't say. He didn't say, remove the borders. He said, enlarge the borders. Look at what he's saying, church. He is saying, God, don't take away my limits because I'm too crazy. And I need some borders around me. Let me talk to y'all over here. They holy over here. Lord, increase my limits. Don't remove my borders. Because if you remove my borders, I might act a fool if I get outside the borders. Let me try the balcony. Let me try the balcony. He said, Lord, I need you to put some limits around me 
Because if you don't put some limits around me, the next time that sister or that brother say something to me, I might put my hands on them. Let me try to quiet back here. I need you to put some limits around me. Because the next time you say something to me, I might have to cuss you out. I wish I had somebody in here that could say I'm saved and crazy at the same time. The only reason my crazy don't come out is because I got some borders. I thank God for the borders. So God, I'm not asking you to get rid of my borders, just enlarge them. He, said, he says, uh, enlarge my coast. This is the request from Jabez. He says, uh, give me more land. Jabez understands that having more land, watch this, means I got more work to do. I knew y'all won't go say nothing right there. Uh, because more land requires more work. But not only does it require more work, but having an enlarged territory enlarges my viewpoint. Which means that the things that seem big now will become smaller when God grows you and your territory. Your problems will get smaller. Your enemies will get smaller. Your issues will get smaller. Because your view gets bigger when your territory increases. And look, when my land and my work increases, oh, hell, this bless me right here. I've got too much work to do to be playing games with you. I've got more land to work. I don't have time uh, being on the phone talking about this person and that person. I've got some land to work. I don't have time to be in your gossip and your foolishness. I've got more land to work. I don't have time to be nosy in somebody else's business because I've got more land to work. Because my relationship with God will force me to have a large mindset and a global view of the world. My view just ain't in my neighborhood. My view is the community. My view is the nation. My view is the globe. And when a church refuses to see the view of the world, they have a small mindset. And I'm praying today, God, enlarge our territory. Woo! Increase our view. This ain't about who's on the program. This ain't about your name being called. This is about an enlarged territory and a global view of the world. Not only will I grow, but being in a relationship with God will give me guidance. Jacob says, bless your boy. Blow up my coast, but keep limits around me. But he says, hold on. 
Don't leave me now, God. Let your hand be on me. Jabez is saying, God, don't leave me now because I will never ask you for anything that I don't need you for. I will never pray for something that I won't need your help to get done. Because, Lord, I need your guidance. So keep your hand on me. Keep your hand on my mind. Keep your hand on my family. Keep your hand on my church. Keep your hand on my ministry. Keep your hand on my job. Keep your hand on my peace. God, help me. Keep your hand on my joy. Keep your hand on my worship. Keep your hand on my praise. Because God, I need you to guide me. Because if I'm going to go to the next level, I need you to guide me. O oh, thou great Jehovah, and hold me with your powerful hand. So not only will a relationship with God bless me with growth, it would also bless me with guidance. But lastly, church, a relationship with God will bless you with guardianship. Jabez is saying that, Lord, if you bless me and enlarge my territory, if you keep your hand on me, Lord, I need you to keep me from evil. Because if you give me all this stuff, I need you to keep me from evil. Because if I got more land, I got more space to mess up. Biggie Small said, if you got more money, y'all ain't saved, ain't none of y'all saved. If I got more money, I got more problems. And Jabez understood that if you bless me with more stuff around me, I need you to bless me with more of your spirit on the inside of me. Listen to his request, y'all. He said, Lord, keep me from evil. He didn't say, keep evil from me. He says, keep me from evil. What Jabez is saying, he is and is admitting to, is that, Lord, just because you are blessing my life does not eliminate my tendency, God, to do the wrong thing. Just because you are blessing my life doesn't mean I don't want to do the wrong thing. So, Lord, I need you to touch me on the inside and keep me from doing evil. Lord, uh, um, uh, keep me from doing evil so that it will not grieve me. Y'all just missed it. This word, grief, is the same Hebrew word for his name. Well, we learned last week that his name means sorrow and grief. So what he is saying, Lord, keep me from evil so I don't relive what you brought me out of. What Jabez is saying, Van Street, is that God, you took the burden of my mother's issues off me so look, God, don't let me become my mama all over again. 
Because at some point in time, I can't keep blaming my mama for where I am. I can't keep blaming my daddy for where I am. I can't keep blaming the system for where I am. At some point in time, I've got to take responsibility for myself and do what's right in the sight of the Lord. So, Lord, God, help me. Don't let me fall back into what you have delivered me from. Lord, don't let me go back to the stuff that you brought me out of. Lord, I don't want to go back to the place where you have delivered me from. Is there anybody in here that say, I don't want to go back to where he brought me from? I done come too far to turn around now. Good afternoon, Van Street. May the Lord bless you real good. But before I take my seat, before we go to watch the Super Bowl, I want to share a song with you that William McDowell sings. He says, I won't go back. He says, I can't go back to the way it used to be before your presence came and changed me. I need somebody to help me sing that. Say, I won't go back. I can't go back to the way it used to be before your presence came and changed me. It was my relationship with you, Lord, that keeps getting me through the tough times. It's your love, Lord, that continues to keep me in the midnight hour. It's your love, Lord, that continues to bless me. It's your love, Lord, that continues to sustain me. It's your love, Lord, that continues to hold me. It's your love, Lord, that continues to provide for me. It's your love, Lord, that continues to protect me. And Lord, I thank you for your love. Your love for me is unconditional. Your love loves me beyond my faults and meets me right at my needs. Your love loves me beyond my mistakes, loves me beyond my mishaps, loves me beyond my circumstance. And I searched all over. I couldn't find nobody. I looked high and low, still couldn't find nobody. Nobody greater. I said nobody greater. Nobody greater than him. I said I looked all over. Looked for somebody to help me. I looked high and low. Still couldn't find nobody. Nobody greater. Nobody greater than you. And I say, Lord, nobody can bless me like you can. Nobody can love me like you can. Nobody can keep me like you can. Nobody can pick me up like you can. Nobody can hold me like you can. Somebody say, yes. I need this type of relationship going. I need this type of relationship with somebody who will look beyond faults and meet me right at my knees. Does anybody want a relationship? All you got to do is call on it. Thank you for joining at Van Street Baptist Church. Please make sure to visit our website and subscribe to our podcast so you never miss a message. We are live on Facebook and YouTube every Sunday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if this message touched you, we would love to hear from you or if you'd simply tell a friend, family member, or someone close to you to check us out. You can find all of our contact links in the show description below. 
And thank you again for joining us and God bless you.